Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Welcome to today's episode of the Mike Prince Show. Coming to you daily here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our social media handle for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at the Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our website, obnradio.com. And our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we'll jump right into today's episode. Today's episode being made possible by Attorney Lee Van Richardson, located in Hempstead, Texas, 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas, to be exact. The phone number is 979-826-8008. You can call him and set up an appointment today. That number again, 979-826-8008. And of course, the great people from the Prairie View Athletic Club serving Prairie View student-athletes since 1986. You can call now, become a member, even make a donation toward the calls by dialing 936-857-58. One seven. Well, the Panthers celebrated the all-sports banquet on last night, to be exact, in Spring, Texas. Unfortunate to me, I had some prior obligations. I was not able to be in attendance. Now, one thing that was strange, it was taken off campus for this year's event. Normally, this event is something that is held on the campus of Prairie View, and I guess it was a different wrinkle. We'll try to reach out and find out what was the driving force to having that event in spring. But nonetheless, the event took place on last night. Don't forget your season tickets for football are available. You can renew or purchase a new set of tickets. For more information, dial 936-261-3970. From time to time, we get calls on our message line that we do not try to answer right at the top. We try to forward it to the proper channels that would be to get a better explanation, if you would. I truly believe the only true way to get where a person is standing or coming from is to go directly to that source. And the call we're about to allow you to hear throughout its entirety was a call that came in from a community member within Waller County. And they were asking a question. In fact, if you listen to the interview with Coach Dooley on the part two wrap up of the Purple and Gold game, I initiated the conversation for him to respond toward. But I want to give you full disclosure. This clip you're about to hear was forwarded to the administrative team of the athletic department for Prairie View A&M University, and I've yet to hear respond back. 
I understand things are busy, but we're going to at least attempt to try and respond to the concerned community member. So in the infamous words of a famous Bean commercial, roll that beautiful footage. Hi, I'm a community member of, of Walla, Walla County. My question is, being here in Hempstead, I would like to know why coaches with Preview and m University being right up the road, why don't I see a lot of coaches coming out in this area? Hempstead, Waller, Brookshire areas to recruit our student athlete, young men and young women. I would like to see more of that because I, I feel like our kids should have that same opportunity as the other kids that are being recruited from out of state. We have local talent right here, Hempstead, Waller, and Brookshire. My question is, somebody please answer from Preview, why aren't the coaches coming out this way to look at our student athletes? Thank you. And, of course, that was coming off of the message line that you are free to dial at any time, 713-570-6736. It could be a question to us, a question to any of our guests, or a question to anything that might be on your mind, or just simply a comment on things going on throughout the world of athletics. Or if you want to invite us into your world, that number is 713 now, I can only assume that the community member was speaking in regards of football for the most part. And I do know within the last two seasons, there have been a couple of young men who have ventured out to the Big 12, as a matter of fact. A young man by the name of Yale, who is a defensive back for the Oklahoma Sooners. And a young man by the name of Hall, who just signed with Baylor University from Waller. One from Waller, the other from Hempstead. And for those who are listening or not quite familiar with the dynamics of Hempstead, Texas, and Waller, Texas, Prairie View sits right in the middle of the two. You could drive five miles east or five miles west. Either direction, you'll end up in one of the neighboring cities. And the other high school that was mentioned was Brookshire Royal. They're located 26 miles southwest of Prairie View A&M University. So now that you have the dynamics and understand what's what, because we don't want to assume anything, I have what I think is a logical Response, but yet again, we're still waiting to see if anyone from the administrative team will be willing to respond to the question. But sometimes we will overanalyze a situation. We feel that a person might have a certain talent level, and there's no remote chance that we could snag that individual to become a part of our program. And as a result, we don't even try. And it sends a cross message to a multiple of people within the area. I've always said it, I've been on the record for saying it, and I'll continue to say it. Athletics is probably 
the only common denominator as far as conversation piece that could break down any barriers, whether it's political, religious, or racial. Athletics can be that dynamic piece of bringing about change for the good of everyone involved. And even if the person is out of your class, out of your league, out of your range, at least kick the tires to find out or let the person know, hey, just in case, we are interested. Now, when the question was brought up to Coach Dooley, he said he was aware of the young man and or the young men involved, but unfortunately they were not able to close the deal on this round. And at face value, you have to take it for what it is. But you have to position yourselves even in the most remote opportunity of receiving or retrieving some of your four or five star athletes. At least say, hey, we're in the building. So we'll continue to keep this and monitor this to find out how things will unfold. Speaking of unfolding, baseball will be on the grind today. Panthers taking on Stephen F. Austin in Nacogdoches. We kind of laid out that baseball scenario on yesterday. We still have coming up with Olin Parker, the third assistance battle cry that's going across the country. We'll more than likely have some agreeable and disagreeable moments, but that's all part of healthy conversation. But people are still in a buzz behind the Lindsey Hunter hire for Mississippi Valley. I've actually got some audio that I'm going to share with you throughout the course of this week. Let you get a feel for what you think. The SWAC tournament soon to be upon us. And that's always an exciting time. I want to say it's going to be the 15th through the 19th or the 16th through the 19th down in the Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana. And if my memory serves me correctly, we'll go from the east to the west. Alabama State, one seed. Jackson State, the two seed. Alabama A&M, the three seed. Mississippi Valley, the four seed. Those are the universities that would represent the East in the conference. And, of course, on the western side of the conference, Southern University, Gramlin, Texas Southern, and Prairie View. The two outside universities looking in would be Alcorn and Pine Bluff. Rough years for both of those programs. Historically, they've been a lot more competitive than what they're showing right now, but they've come across hard times. And that happens occasionally. I do know that Pine Bluff is operating with four scholarships. Not quite sure on the Alcorn situation, but we could find that out. Nonetheless, they would be on the outside looking in. And if you were to size it up right now strictly on paper, your top two teams in the conference would be Alabama State and Southern. Then you'd have Jackson State and Gramlin. Those would be one through four. The fifth seed 
would be technically as we speak today, Texas Southern. Then Prairie View would be six. Alabama A&M would be seven. And the eighth seed amongst the teams would be Mississippi Valley. We do know Mississippi Valley is operating on seven scholarships. So it'll be interesting to see how this tournament unfolds. Don't forget, you can get to the Big Easy. First game normally starts at 9 a.m. on Wednesday. That will be May 15th. It's that third week of May. And speaking of events in May, we want to remind you, the Panther Backers Annual Golf Tournament, May 6, 2019. Get in contact with Dino Robertson at 713-417-2090 and secure your team and possibility of corporate or whole sponsorship. Get in contact with Dino Robinson at 713-417-2090. Serving notice of the National Alumni Association Golf Tournament scheduled for June 26th. For more information on that, you can simply dial 936-857-5817. So much to get done in such a short time to accomplish it. But nonetheless, we'll continue to fight the good fight. You're listening to the Mike Prince Show here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. How you doing? This is Mike Prince, the radio guy. I want to thank you so much for joining us on our daily content and programming and serve as a reminder that you can listen to the Carlos Brown Show live here on the network, 10 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time each and every Saturday. Carlos Brown is a seasoned, legendary sports talk show host based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but we're not going to hold that against him. Join the Carlos Brown Show live on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, 10 a.m., the 12 noon. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, reminding you to follow us on our social media handles at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the Mike Prince Show. YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. We've come to the part of our show now with our Diamond Chat, and we have our baseball guru on the line with us, Mr. Olin Parker. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well, Mike, and yourself? Well, I dare not complain. I know we're going to agree to disagree probably on this third assistant rule that just came out. So I guess we might as well just jump right into this thing, man. First of all, give me your take and response to the uh, council turning down the proposal of a paid third assistant for NCAA baseball. Well, it's kind of a twofold for me, Mike. In 2013, I was the uh, volunteer assistant at Louisiana Tech. And if you guys know anything about being a volunteer assistant, it's a rough road. You don't have any insurance, and you're not getting paid. You're just making a little money off camps and lessons. So uh, I remember talking to Kerry uh, Jackson, and uh, he was at Missouri at the time, and we were speaking about, uh, how can assistants make more money? And that's when we can begin to talk about that third assistant getting paid. So I've been kind of watching this 
for a while now in hopes that it would pay a third assistant. Whereas everybody knows in the baseball world, the rich get richer, the poor you get what you get. So uh, in terms of the proposal being turned down, I think the way they promoted it was a twofold. They wanted to raise the minimum scholarships to 22 scholarships up from the 11.7 and the third assistance. Now, being that, that it is, I kind of agree with not having the 22 scholarships, but I'm definitely against them uh, turning out a third assistant. And I think if they would have presented it either or, I think they would have passed the rule for the third assistant. Um, now, one thing I would like to see them do, since we're talking about Title IX, how about giving baseball 12 scholarships just like softball? Well, some would argue with you that 11.7 technically is 12. Uh, I need another 25%, Mike. That's one more player <laughs> that I can get. <laughs> You're talking about the rich keep getting richer, right? But it, right. there were so many other hidden entities, and it's almost like an insult on the baseball people's intelligence, if you're asking me. The issue of a third paid assistant, let's address that first. We know that most of your larger conferences, they're always looking for loopholes. And you talk about a little money on some of these baseball camps. Some of these assistant coaches are getting paid a minimum of 20 as high as $50,000 from baseball camps. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, another one in particular, Texas A&M has a particular brewery company. We won't call them out because they're not a sponsor here, but they are contributing $30,000 to that quote unquote voluntary position. So, there are creative ways. Now, how this could trickle down to the HBCU levels or the mid-major levels as they like to identify them, I'm not real sure, but I know for the SWAC, maybe you can help me out, or even for the MEAC terms, there are not a lot of baseball camps that I'm seeing our institutions holding that could generate some funding that can go toward compensating that third assistant. That's true, Mike. Um, I say, uh, you know, it's all about the coaches getting out and generating the necessary camps themselves. I know Savannah State does a good camp. I know Jackson State does a good camp. I can't speak upon others because I don't know their situation. But when we talk about that third assistant, that guy is a big, big role player. He can now go out and recruit, which is big. You know, in the summertime, you got about 90 recruiting days, I take it, from uh, end of May to school starting, that you need to get out and see as many players as you can see. So the uh, bigger schools, they can go out to California, and they can see all the top guys. Whereas your mid-range schools, they're not going to get to California. But they can get to Dallas, um, Houston, Atlanta, and they can see the guys they need to fill their teams. So that third assistant, it weighs heavily on both sides, the rich and the poor guys. 
No doubt. We're talking right now with Olin Parker, uh, commonly known as OP, here on our Diamond Chat section here at the Mike Prince Show. Now, OP, here's where uh, I guess our splitting of the roads would come. Technically, whether you're on the campus or not, you have that recruiting capability with that third assistant. And here's what I mean when I say that. Uh, you have guys that go to games, you have guys that do research, and they can just pass on information as a potential prospect list, if you would, for the other coaches who are able to go out and do the actual recruiting. And I know that's being done. I, I don't speculate or guess on that. That is being done. So I'm with you to a degree. If this deal was presented on just paying the third assistant alone, it would have passed with flying colors. But the hidden treat was the bonus of adding the 22 scholarships or adding up to 22 scholarships. Number one, that puts your less fortunate programs, and I find it ironic that even programs who couldn't even afford a third assistant were voting for this, you know, so you can continue to get sucked into this black hole. Now, you got guys who work their tails off. There's no doubt about it. And a lot of guys who are, are doing this, they love the game so much is that they put it all out there. And, you know, pay is almost like secondary, even though it is a main thing. But if you love the game, you love the game. And anything you can do to be connected to the game, you'll continue to find avenues to get that done. But in the same breath, a lot of these guys are providing uh, private lessons, and they get the use of credibility that they're on the staff at some of these Power Five or more fortunate institutions. Correct, Mike. I'll, let's just take it a step further, okay? If you're at a major university, let's just say Texas A&M, all right, and you guys are playing Texas State, you got 22 scholarships now. That freshman at Texas A&M really uh, – uh, uh, let me take it back. The freshman at Texas State really wanted to play at Texas A&M. Both the D1s, they play a midweek game. The Texas A&M uh, staff sees this guy and says, God, we missed on that guy. Now they can go back and say, hey, why don't you transfer and redshirt the year and we'll have a scholarship. That's why I say, you know, the mid-major guys, you would lose all the top guys that you have based on the richer guys having more scholarships. And they got the 11.7, they're getting their guys. Now they're going to get 10 guys, which you may have only gotten two or three of those guys that they've taken. And that's the whole battle cry for me. I'm thinking and was kind of baffled, uh, mid-major schools should have been turning cartwheels right now that you can go ahead and, and keep it at the 11.7 scholarships across the board. Because what happens now the the rich are trying to create a degree of separation. They want to continually to be able to dominate because in football, basketball, you got you got the more dominant, prominent player that can go out there and change the entire spectrum of a game. With that baseball, for the moment, that feel is still somewhat even. Absolutely, Mike. You just look at what happened a couple of weeks ago with Southern going uh, playing LSU at home. 
doing a fantastic job of beating them seven and two. And she only had two hits in the game. And uh, that speaks volumes right there. Had LSU had 22 scholarships, Southern had 22. I don't know if the outcome would be even close. Absolutely, man. And so um, I think now is the time. The iron is hot if you're a mid-major program, in my opinion. Invest in baseball. Stay competitive. Continue to shake up the world so often that it becomes the norm. Oh, a mid-major be a power five today in baseball, and it's not spreading across the wiretaps as wildfire because you can continue to keep that playing field balanced. But I guarantee you they're going to come up with more creative ways and approaches of writing out these um, proposed changes that sooner or later is going to cave in. Absolutely. I think they'll uh, come up with a process to uh, get that third assistant of everybody in baseball wanted it. It was the ADs who couldn't come to grips on uh, having a third assistant. And I, and I get it. It was all about the 22 scholarships, if you ask me. But uh, with a third assistant, with a third assistant, I think everybody will benefit, especially your mid-majors. That's why they wanted it so bad. No doubt, no doubt. And, um, and I'm thinking, and I'm not picking on any other programs, but why are you concerned about a third assistant if you're not willing to invest in the 11.7 scholarships available to you? I can't answer that question, Mike. Come on, OP, you're my baseball guru. You're supposed to be able to answer that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't answer that question, Mike. Uh, different strokes for different folks. You know, I've been on the side of a swag school where I knew we couldn't afford a third assistant. And I've been outside of Conference USA school, but I know we could. So, like I said, it's different strokes for different folks. We're talking again with Olin Parker, our baseball diamond chat here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network and the Mike Prince Show. OP, let's shift gears real quickly to this SWAC race. It's beginning to heat up right now. It's down to the final two series. Uh, my beloved Panthers of Prairie View will be taking on Texas Southern this weekend, and they'll close out against a very hot and improved Southern University program. When we look at the standings from the east, you have Alabama State on top. They're followed by Jackson State. Uh, then Jackson State will be followed by Alabama A&M, Mississippi Valley, and Alcorn brings up the rear. In the west... In the West, we have uh, Southern University, Grambling, Texas Southern, Prairie View, and Pine Bluff on the outside looking in. I know we could obviously look at the standings and see who the top four teams are, but from your baseball expertise, who do you see as a sleeper team at this stage and why? Man, that West race is... Uh, two, three, and four is a tight race. It ain't over in that yet. I think this weekend will bring a little more clarity. But you got to kind of watch Preview, man. I think uh, they're hitting strides. They're, they're getting closer in games. And uh, I think they may turn the corner. On the east side, uh, by Alabama and them not qualifying for the tournament, it's going to be a little uh, easier over there. It looks like your one-two is going to be Alabama State and Jackson. But I wouldn't sleep on Alcorn or uh, Mr. Valley because 
once you get in tournaments, the records are thrown out the books. Um, on the west side, Southern's playing real good right now. Um, but like you said, getting to the tournament, uh, let's just take the year of 2010. Well, one beat a four. And that shook up the whole tournament. Um, it propelled Grantland, which I think was a three seed. And uh, they, rode, they rode that horse all the way in, man. Yes, sir. Now, you speak about Alcorn. Uh, Alcorn's program has taken a serious nosedive. And um, we know a lot of it is attributed to pitching and um, not really sure what the situation is, but they are assured a spot. And I've just remembered that when you brought that up about the Alabama A&M with their uh, situation from the athletic department, not taking away what Alabama A&M has done. So when you already know that you have that inside track that you're going to make the tournament regardless, kind of takes a little pressure off the Braves, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you let the season play out. You give yourself to get ready for the tournament because all you need to do is win your first two games, and, man, you're in the driver's seat. I'd like to take time out also to give a shout-out to a young man named Justin Lott, plays at Alabama A&M. He plays with me in the offseason, and uh, he's having a great season, man. But I know he wants you to accolades in the black um, tournament because they won't play, but I'd like to give a shout-out to that young man. Okay, and it is very well received. Brother Justin, you continue to spread the love around about the Mike Prince Show and the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Now, OP, uh, your sleepers right now happen to be two purple and gold teams, the Panthers and the Braves. And we know it all boils down to pitching and and the rotation on how you set it up. And we've discussed this um time after time again more than likely if you're a lower seed you're probably going to have to come through the losers bracket my question is this we know that you're going to go with your ace do you have a certain pitch count that you hold for your ace to preserve them for back road or back play uh, coming through that losers bracket or do you just go for the gusto in that game one, winner takes all. Well, Mike, I like to look at it like this. All eight teams are playing on the road. So you got to look at your best options as road teams all year. I would start my ace um, and see where the game dictates you need to come out the game, whether it be early because we're not doing well or whether it be late and try to win it. But you got to win game one to get to a game three. You don't get game one in. You could be going home on Friday. Right, right, right. Well, before you know it, man, this baseball tournament is going to be on us and around us down in the Big Easy, New Orleans. I want to say it's May 15th through the 19th is when it all starts. And um, I'm going to uh, check my little calendar book right here and put an asterisk by Alcorn and Prairie View and see how those guys pan out. Of course, I'm always looking on the inside to my beloved Panthers, and they right now are going to have a little tall order to feel taking on Texas Southern. Texas Southern beginning to hit their stride and close out. The fortunate thing is that the Panthers are pretty much guaranteed a spot because of the bad play of Pine Bluff. And and I know they're only playing with four scholarships, but 
and there have been a couple of injuries they've had to deal with. But can you put your finger on what the challenges are at Pine Bluff right now? Well, Mike, you know, they've been playing with four scholarships for a few years now. So um, it is what it is. You know what it was when you took the job. So, um, injuries can happen to any team. Um, I haven't followed Pine Bluff that closely, but I do look at the statistics. The statistics show that um, they're just not doing well. So I couldn't credit that the injuries are um, to the number of scholarships. What I would say is when you form your team, you're getting everybody ready to play. So So it is what it is then, right? It is what it is. (laughs) Well, Brother O.P., you know I always enjoy getting a chance to discuss uh, baseball with you. Uh, Let our listeners know how they can get in contact with you for some of your services you provide uh, one-on-one uh, baseball training, you're coaching select teams, and you guys have been having some success uh, in the early part of the 2019 campaign. So fill us in with the information on how they can get in contact with you. Wow, you didn't tell me up about my Yahoo. No, 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 I didn't, I didn't mess with you. I didn't mess with you. Yahoo! <laughs> it's Olin Parker 65 at yahoo.com. Um, I'm in the Dallas metro area. Uh, cell phone is 318-436-9688. And, Mike, I do plan on attending the swag tournament. Hopefully I can see you there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, that's good to know, man. Maybe we can uh, mic up some things and talk a little baseball during the course of the games. I just want to share one thing with you. I hope you're there on May 15th so you can take me out to lunch. For my birthday. <laughs> well, I'll take you out to lunch on your birthday, May 15th, if you take me out on Sunday, May 19th. How about that? That's your deal, my brother. Because <laughs> that's my birthday, May 19th. So, sounds like a plan. Sounds like I got a double date with O.P. down at the Big Easy. He is Olin Parker, our baseball guru here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Remember, our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at the Mike Prince Show. We're also on the World Wide Web at obnradio.com. Our YouTube channel is Open Mic broadcast network i've got the exit stage left but until the next time you guys be blessed and we'll see you on the other side hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.